Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. The most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, so you arrive at the Glastonbury homestead. It's The sun's starting to go down. It's late in the day. You're probably getting pretty close to closing hours for this, and... I don't know what you pictured when you were kind of imagining what this recreation town, living museum was going to be like when you first heard about it, but it probably both succeeds and fails to meet those expectations simultaneously. It is parts of it are well-maintained. They've spent a lot of time kind of keeping up the theming on the outside, but even like looking into this space, kind of like the, the buildings themselves are starting to show their age. It's not, really historically accurate like you have like, you probably pull up in the parking lot there's a guy out there in like colonial garbage on like a cell phone smoking in the parking lot or something like that on break which is not a problem but it still kind of speaks to maybe the level of dedication to the historical time period you might be dealing with here it's it's that weird mix of edutainment tourist trap and how is this even still around basically you that you kind of can see as you pull in the the actual quote homestead part of this it's behind a large kind of more traditional museum-looking building that seems to be the kind of main offices in the entry area to the entire space. What are you doing at this point? Just kind of going in? You got to scope the place out some? Uh, what's the plan? I kind of want to scope the place out. Is there anybody kind of, like, there's, like, nobody here? No, there's people there, but it's getting it's getting late in the day, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Like, it's probably getting close to closing time. Like, we're using a bit of a clock on this as well. Like, you can come back tomorrow, obviously, but then you'll have to find something. Either you're going to sleep tonight or you're going to have to find some other way to research this whole situation during that time you're still in the car though too like you're not no one's looking at you just yet i will say that compared to the rest of the town this place is refreshingly lacking in the number of kind of ghost hunters if you will like they're steering clear of this place because it's just kind of hokey and not worth their time well i think i'm gonna get out of the car and try to find a to see if there's gonna be like a little map of the area oh that's super easy if you go inside they'll have like a, a map of the place and so this is an attraction like this isn't some corn maze or something it's designed okay. to be a thing you go into and interact and like walk around like so you're going to you're going to attend the museum for lack of a better phrase yes i am down to attend the museum all right so you're going to pay for this you got flash your credentials how are you going about this i think i'm just going to pay i'm going to walk up and um or uh, to the group, just kind of like, hey, I don't want to have to try to flash a bad badge or anything else like that. I'm going to just pretend I'm like a little bit of a tourist here. Don't want to raise any suspicions so far. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right, so you go up to the front desk, kind of person greets you. We're getting real close to closing time. Sorry, if, if you want to come in and you can give you like half off or a day pass or something. We have one more tour of the settlement left in the day if you want to catch that real quick. Close like an hour or two, though. You know. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think half off is a pretty decent deal. Just wanted to check this out. Whatnot. It wasn't really part of our immediate need when I came by. But yeah. L listen, dude, I, I don't care. Half, pa half day passes 14 bucks, cash or credit? Cash. All right. Cool. I fork up 20. Yeah. It kind of looks like someone's surprised. No one pays for anything with cash anymore. Goes to the cash register, kind of gets your change. Yeah, if you go right over there, kind of gestures where a couple other people are congregating. The tour will start right there. It kind of goes through the exhibits in here, and then you get to go experience uh, life in a colonial homestead. I've already walked away at this point. 
So what are you doing in the museum? You gotta do the tour, you gotta try to just make your way through. What's the plan? Should we split up? Uh, let's, uh, we can probably cover more ground if we do split up. So, sure. Yeah, let's uh, just keep in contact through our phones. And yeah. well, are, we, are we all going in? I thought we were all going in already. And this is where Checky is, right? Yes, this is where Checky is. Okay. Checky Yoder was the blacksmith, if I recall correctly. Correct? Yes. All right. Probably means he's going to be in the tour, or you're going to see him on the tour. I mean, I can kind of gain as much information from the tour, or I could just kind of dawdle about on the tour, just pretend to be whatever I need. Do you guys want to I mean, jump into... I just want to walk up to the desk and ask to talk to Checky, to be honest. Can we do that here? Is that a thing that can happen? Florence will just walk in and ask if she can speak to Checky. She's going to call him by his first name. Sure. He knows him. Also, Hugh asked the person to kind of check you in or just some random person in the museum that appears to work there? On the front desk. Uh, I'm sorry, miss, um, ma'am. Uh, uh, Shecky's busy right now. Um, he's uh, he's going to be leaving the tour that leaves in a couple of minutes. Um, I, I can tell you you're looking for him, but it's going to be a little bit of time before he's free. Like, is this an emergency or something? No. Uh, can I just leave him a phone number? He can call me near uh, when he's done. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I I I can do that for you. Yeah, Florence will just write down the uh the burner number. Cool. So you leave at this point. What's what are you doing? Florence is just gonna go wait in the car. All right. Also, so you paid for a tour. <laughs> Enjoy your tour. Yeah, I guess I'm going on this tour. So I'll meet you guys back at the car. Sure. I'm gonna go ahead and walk back out to the car. The museum is mind-bendingly boring. Like this is some design for third grader level edutainment. The person giving it is just tired and wants it over with and about kind of you make your way through the museum part of this place and it kind of like has a couple exhibits they mention the fact that like back in pioneer days and back in colonial days houses were very different from how they are now the hearth was kind of the heart of the entire thing like everything was built around the hearth of the house because that's where heat and cooking and all that kind of the stuff that kept you alive in the olden days before modern technology happened and it was always the central point. It was always the most important part. So it was the most reinforced and well-established part of any house from that time period. In fact, some of those hearths survive to this day that can still be found. It's how people know there's houses. It's the foundations and the places where things were cooked because they were so well-built compared to the rest of houses that were maybe not designed to be kind of pseudo-disposable, but highly flammable, not all that well-built, et cetera, et cetera. Again, this is all stuff that as an adult you'd find kind of mind-numbingly boring but as a kid you're like oh yeah i'm polite still about this type of stuff but yeah so make way through the museum you kind of exit out into the recreation space and it's not bad but it's not great either like it's kind of just someone built some shacks and then put some kind of colonial style facades on the front of them it's very sightline based but as you're stepping out there the tour is taken over by an absolutely kind of confounding human individual he is Five foot six, one of his eyes is a little bit bigger than the other one. He's dressed like maybe a mayor or some kind of this town, and he is putting every bit of just overacting flair he can into everything he's saying. And it's all, welcome to the Glastonbury homestead, young pilgrims. And just kind of keeps going on and on about this. You were warned that you'll know Shecky when you meet him. You feel pretty confident in Shecky, and he kind of takes you around the entire place. It's a couple of people in full colonial garb wearing like sneakers or something because the shoes are uncomfortable. Again, not a great organization they're running here, but again, it kind of rehashes this whole importance of heat and fire and kind of how it was the lifeblood of any kind of situation like this because how food was made and how food was stored and kind of the necessity of just keeping warm in the kind of extreme New England winters at the time and stuff like that. Again, it's very cooking area, hearth, all that stuff focused that. Again, stuff that maybe if you had like an architectural background or something, you already know about this time period of houses. Like it talked about that were kind of made of cheap wood and that was highly flammable, but also not because wood was kind of better back then than it is now. Like it's full of a bunch of weird preservatives and it cuts both ways. Like it kind of slips in some stuff about this little conspiratorial. Like, have you noticed how cigarette companies spend a lot of time lobbying for there to be preservatives put in a bunch of stuff? Then the rise of cancer happens. He's not totally sticking to his script, but. For the most part, it's historical enough. Probably takes about an hour, hour and a half to get through this entire thing. Five kids ask the same question multiple times, just kind of with slightly different framings of it. 
And yeah, at the end of this, kind of, you have run of the Glastonbury homestead, if you so wish. Check is also there to take questions if you want it. I kind of raise my hand wanting to ask a question. Is Am I still part of the group or has... The group's uh, kind started... of disbanded. Maybe there's a couple parents still there, but yeah, the, the group's kind of run off to run around and be a nuisance in the space. Awesome. It's also I closing just... relatively soon. Gotcha. I just start approaching Shecky and just to kind of engage in like a one-to-one conversation with him. Hi, you're Shecky Yoder, correct? Kylie, let's go be cool, man. When, I, when I'm working, I'm Mayor Grim Group. Cool about it. Awesome. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to have you break character or anything else like that. Mayor Grimgroove, uh, this, the Glastonbury homestead, how it's, it's been here for quite a while, correct? Like, you, as I mean, seeing as co- colonial times and everything else like that. Sorry, I didn't mean to not even introduce myself. I am uh, Gavin, Gavin Finch. I'm kind of doing a little bit more of like a research sort of situation for uh, UCLA in regards to religious studies, particularly in the spot of early colonial Protestantism. Did did the Glastonbury Homestead ever participate in any kind of like the witch trials, the witch hunts at all? Well, I'm confused, traveler. Uh, as you are no doubt aware, the Glastonbury Homestead is just a recreation of various homesteads that were in the area. There was no actual glastonbury homestead uh no doubt you've heard rumors about the bridgewater homestead uh, a a local legend of sorts well folk tales is always a great means of kind of having insight to the culture of a people's don't you think so with that in mind and these these kind of pagan beliefs or these folk beliefs excuse me you wouldn't happen to know anything in regards to it would you He's looking around, kind of like, what the shit's going on right now? Uh, traveler, um, we are but good Puritans here. We worship the Lord and no one else. And if you're trying to imply the town of Bennington, the neighboring town of Bennington, or Glastonbury in general, practice the same hysteria of the Salem, of our Salem brethren farther south, um, no, we did not do that. Definitely not afraid of ruining tourism if this whole witch hunt thing keeps happening in town. Uh, like I pulls you real close. What the shit, man? Like I- I'm trying to entertain right now. Yeah. Who are you actually? You actually here to research because like there's a there's at least three museums in town better than coming here for like actual historical references. Mm-hmm. And leans back again. Like yes. Any more questions, traveler? There's a number waiting for you. Thank you for your time. Sorry to um, cause a disturbance at the moment, but. We'll keep in touch. Good travels. He kind of looks at you like fucking weirdo as you walk away. Oh, one question. I turn around, just kind of shaking my finger and just kind of scratching at my beard. Most of these homesteads, what what kind of woods and what kind of materials? Is there a specific kind of woods being used for the timber of and creation? I kind of shrugs at this. Ah, uh, an answer, a question I can answer. No, most of the most of the homes were built from what was around. So stone and wood that was cut in the woods and mud occasionally in more rural domiciles, I suppose. Um yes. Uh you know, normal older house things, not the drywall you're used to now. Would you say that the woods and other kinds of things would have been sourced through just kind of local hikes or local kind of forests around here yes this was a time of reliance um people used to have to go and procure their own building materials with some frequency i i dare say that compared to many of us nowadays the people of colonial times would seem quite rugged and outdoorsy even the most timid and indoor leaning types mm. perchance any kind of favoritism towards like maple or Whatever was available, I suppose. We have found houses made of many things. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to ask. You have a good night. Yes, you kind of wander off, and Checky's just like, uh, look, still looking at you like, what the hell was that? Like, that's just weird. I kind of head out, maybe pick up a water bottle as I kind of get back into the car to, to my waiting compatriots. Well, that was a whole bunch of nothing. 
Sorry about making you wait. What the hell happened? <laughs> I wish something happened. They made contact with Shecky Yoder, or Mayor Grimsley, apparently. I told him to make sure he picks up the number uh, that was left at the front. But in essence, I don't think there's really very much else here at the homestead. I mean, nothing that I can immediately see. Um, kind of looking back, was there any kind of like a cult-ish aspects to the museum visit? I mean, it's kind of a miracle the place is still in business, given how not great it is. But beyond that, nothing that popped out of you was obvious. You can give me a kind of alertness to try and remember back through that stuff if you want. Okay. Um, let's roll an alertness check. Actually, do you have history by any chance? I do, but it's shit. But I'll roll it. What's your history at? Ten. It's like baseline history. Well, so as a priest, I'll give it to you at this one, just because you'd have some experience with this. Like, so... The Northeast was Puritans, and the Puritans were a, we would refer to them now as kind of a fundamentalist splinter group of Christianity that came off of England. That They more or less fled to what is now the U.S. to avoid religious prosecution because they were strict, really, really strict. Like this was the no dancing, no having fun type of Christianity that was starting to die off in a lot of Europe in some ways at the time they came over. So, yeah, I, this is. This is the type of Christianity that led to witch burnings and witch hunts and a lot of other weird stuff that we now think of kind of as like, oh, how, 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 older America stuff. But given your religious background, you would know that if this was indeed kind of a traditional northeastern colonial town, there would not be a lot of tolerance, almost fanatically so, for alternative religions of any kind from a historical context. And give me alertness now just to kind of see if you notice anything off in the place. 58 success out of 74. Yeah, no, nothing. Like, they really even had crosses around and stuff like that. Like, the the, the church equivalent for this thing was as best you could tell. It's a flat that was up against kind of one of the exterior walls that you couldn't even go inside as best you could tell. I, yeah, it, this place is more kind of historical knockoff than anything else. There was nothing kind of specifically religious. Again, like, this is a recreation. It was, was never actually a real town or a real homestead. Yeah, this was about as... Useful as going to a family amusement park with some bumper boats filled with drunk teenagers. Well, we're waiting to talk to him about what he knows about uh, the Bridgewater homestead. So Probably wait like 10, 15 minutes after you've been talking about this some, um, and eventually Florence's phone does ring. She'll answer it. Uh, hi, this is uh, Shecky Yoder. Uh, allegedly, you're looking for me. Uh, you sent some weirdo in there that want to talk about religion uh, while I'm at my day job. Um, who is this? Yeah, um, sorry about that. I just wanted to talk to you. I heard that you were the go-to person to talk to the uh, Bridgewater Homestead about. Listen, if you're one of the crazy ghost hunters, I'm not talking to people anymore. I'm I... not a ghost hunter. I'm doing research. I, uh, it, I'm outside if you want to meet up. I can... Like what kind of research? Like for a book or something? Or for like an actual article and not just some react live stream or something uh well we'll see where it goes i need to see what i find first see what i can bring to uh my higher ups all right cool um if you come around the side of the museum there's a side entrance that's the staff entrance um i'll i'll meet you there there's a room inside we can talk and if you want sure as a reminder you do have fbi credentials all of you yeah so how many of you go around uh i'll go with i'll go with all right yeah, so kind of Shecky's out there smoking a cigarette waiting for you. Kind of sees you come around, sees Faustus, and is just like, oh, no, it's him again. All right, come inside. Kind of leads you through a couple little hallways to look up staff break room or something. Close the door behind him as he kind of ushers you in. All right, what is this about? This is for a book or something? You said the Bridgewater Homestead. What is this about? Have you been to the Bridgewater Homestead? kind of pauses at this for a second. What have you heard? I mean, not much, just what people are gossiping about. I've heard that two people recently claimed to have been there, said that they went with a third. Yeah, that, that happens every once in a while. Uh, what's his name? will show up where you want. I think his name's Matthew or Matt or something. I, it's tragic, but like this happens every once in a while. It's the woods. They're dangerous. I'm uh, okay, I, I may have a couple years back very publicly said that I have 
seen the Bridgewater homestead. I, is this like on the record or something? Be on or off? Off the record, I don't know what I saw. I it's the woods. I think I came across like a foundation or like an old foundation or something. I between you and me, um, I was out kind of doing a nature walk after. Are, are you guys cops or anything like that? Mushrooms. Yeah, those. I yes, I was taking a nature walk after imbibing of some substances and. I stumbled upon like what I thought was like uh, the remnants of a foundation or something, and it may have come back to town and said, "Oh, I found the Bridgewater Homestead." I never went back looking for it. Like if it's if Bridgewater Homestead's real, I, I don't want to mess around with that. But like it, it could have just been an old foundation out in the woods. I tell the story to get some beer for free from people at bars. It, yeah, like did it get me my job here? Maybe I, I don't know. Like I, between you and me, I'm kind of like gestures that is like suddenly kind of a long, a larger than normal eye. A little bit of a stranger-looking guy, and having something to boast about was, you know, a, a nice thing for a Got people to stop calling me all weird eye again, because I got them stopped and calling me that. So if you're looking for, like, I've, I've told everything I'm comfortable telling to all these ghost hunters that keep coming through, like, there, that there isn't a Bridgewater homestead. It's just as real as some of the other local folks' stuff. Like, it's it's just a made-up story. It's you're um you know the woods well around here yeah i I know them well i'm not like any of the park rangers or any like loggers from around here or anything like that why would you be willing to uh take us out to where you think you saw the homestead for a couple hundred bucks i i I mean i'd i'd rather not like i have my trail map as i pull it out of my back pocket and just kind of uh kind of undo it on the table would you be willing to show us where you took that route, that little nature walk of yours? I mean, yeah, I, I could probably like point out, but like again, like I, again, between you and me, and like, don't tell my boss. I was really goddamn high at the time. Like, I'm amazed I remember even that night at all, kind of thing. Like, I kind of like pauses for a second. I, it's weird though, too. Like, I it feels like I was out in the woods for hours. I came back like super tired and thirsty and stuff like that. Like, I. I was out there for a couple hours, but I felt like I was out there for like a day or two or something. I, I don't know. Uh, you ever come across a grove of fire? Kind of pauses at this. Are you talking about the bloody grove? Yeah. How do a bunch of tourists like you know about the bloody grove of all goddamn things? Yeah. So lo- local legend from way the hell back talks about how um uh, a, a bunch of traders were kind of a bunch of traders got together and massacred a group of natives. Back when they were first selling the area, they chased them off like some cliff or something, and they they fell to their death. A bunch of women and children. It's the stories to be believed. It's just a local story, though. It's one of the less well-known folktale stories for obvious reasons. But like the story basically goes that like the fur traders in the dead of night like attacked this town, stampeded them off, and like twenty or thirty people ran over a cliff, not realizing it was there, and fell to their death at the bottom of the cliff below, and the trees that were growing from there were stained red with blood for the rest of time or something and sought revenge i there's it's not real trees turn red because that's how fall works does this have to do with anything about the cursed trading post that little legend around the little local legend for this town kind of looks at you some more on this one like man you guys did your search on this so next time you're gonna tell me about um silence perkins the the witch silence okay yeah common misconception um it was a witch whose name was silence perkins uh she was allegedly some local witch kind of like salem witches or something that uh lived out in the woods and kidnapped lost children and ate them um story was that she kept her husband in a cage um yeah like a, a, it's it's one of the kind of less well-known folk tales like it's We've never had a witch hunt here. We've never had witch trials, as far as I know. Maybe some historical records got lost. But again, it's just kind of local legend about some woman and Silence Perkins. I don't even know if she was real or anything like that. Uh, and she kind of plays into the cursed trading post thing you talked about. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that's kind of linked her up. Like, maybe she lived there. Maybe she, like, took it over. But, like, uh, so what story have you heard? Yeah, it's not very well documented. It's a little vague. Yeah, so the one we tell kids at campfire stories and stuff like that is out in the woods. There's a there was a trading post that a bunch of people got snowed into, and 
they starved to death. They were on the verge of starving to death, and they kind of slowly resorted to madness and cannibalism and big massacre of like 20 or 30 people inside of it that all kind of ate and murdered and each other to death in desperation out in the woods because they couldn't get anywhere to get food or something like that. I, it's Again, we tried to... We used to tell these stories here at the kind of gestures around the building at the museum, but we were told they were kind of gory and graphic, and since they're not historical and kind of, well, at least one of them's kind of shitty to women, we stopped telling them. But yeah, it was just like some of the local ghost stories from town. About the silence perkins, is there any kind of legend as to how she passed by chance? No, just that she was out in the woods, like, hunting kids. Um, did you see the Blair Witch Project movie? I mean, yes. It's kind of like that, but with just us telling stories to scare kids when they wander off in the woods or not to wander off in the woods. Like, you, you may have had some, you may have come across this while you've been in town, but, like, people die out in those woods with, with a little bit of frequency. It's not their fault, except that they wander out into the woods and aren't prepared. Like, it's a somewhat dangerous mountain to go out at night and unprepared. And exposure happens while the animals happen. People fall and, like, hurt themselves and get stuck places with, enough frequency we have a good search and rescue team here but if you're trying to keep a bunch of kids from going out in the woods telling them that the witch silence is out there and she'll eat you if you wander out into the woods by yourself it's it used to be a good way to keep kids inside and away from going too deep in the woods i you know how many kids get lost just wandering out into the woods on a yearly basis we have like one or two that go missing for a day or so and we have to go kind of sweep big chunks of the forest most of the time we find them but not always so can you mark the path you took where you think he saw the the um Bridgewater homestead as well as uh Bloody Grove. Uh yeah. So now that gets your map out in front of you. So if legend has it, and this is kind of a weird if legend has it, so kind of like points to this one kind of side of the mountain. There used to be a cliff somewhere around here on this trail and the trail used to be called like the cliff overlook or something like that that it literally fell off the mountain like a hundred years back or something something happened and it fell off and that kind of prompted them to redraw a bunch of the trails because well they wanted to kind of move people away from apparently a crumbling area so kind of like gesturing a part of the map that's not covered in lines and that doesn't have any kind of trails if the Bloody Grove exists, it's somewhere kind of over here, if I remember correctly. Maybe you can find a local newspaper that talks about it or something like that. I I don't know. We've got like a couple of museums that are big into historical stuff. They might be able to help you find this. I kind of looks at you all again like, you guys are taking this way too seriously, though. Like, there is no Bridgewater homestead. Like, it's just a thing we made up to boost tourism every once in a while. Yeah, the problem is, is people tend to say that they've seen generally the same thing it could be a mass hysteria but we're trying to figure out what's causing it well yeah and people see bigfoot all the time we've seen bigfoot here in the triangle after all like it people see what they want to see there's nothing out there to find there's no cliff that people got ran off of there's no there is no witch out in the woods there wasn't even a sounds perkins probably there's no curse trading post that people went mad and ate each other to death at or whatever like it's yeah, so if if that's the case, wouldn't you want to make just a couple extra hundred dollars showing us around? Uh, he's really hesitant to agree to do this. You can try and roll something, though, if you want. Can I try to persuade him? Yeah. 69 is a 69. Very nice success. Barely success, yeah. So he's kind of, yes, he kind of like sucks the air in through his teeth, and he's like, tell you what, I'll get you close, but looks at all three of you. I know this is going to sound crazy, but, like, that chunk of the woods is spooky. Like, there's something weird about that side of the mountain. Like, that's where we're pretty sure a lot of the disappearances happen. We found a couple of remains there once or twice kind of thing of people were pretty sure went missing. It's rough terrain. It's dangerous. It will You'll, you'll have to hike it kind of thing. It's just not going to be some, like, jaunt through the wilderness. It's, it's legitimately dangerous. It's why probably it feels spooky is that, like, that whole human instinct thing to avoid stuff. I'll get you to it, but you're going to have to find your way from there. I don't want to, I can't go risking kind of breaking a bone or something just to go camping with a bunch of, like I'm gestures at you, book researchers or something. Again, like, what are you three? Like, I don't even know what you, these are really specific questions. Like, you said you weren't cops, but like, you're not ghost hunters either, but you're looking for the Bridgewater homestead. Um, 
What gives? PBS documentary. We're trying to pitch this to either the History Channel or public broadcasting. Probably the History Channel. They like all the crazy, stupid shit. Look, you work in edutainment, you know this. Give me a persuaded plus 20 for this. Come on. My persuasive 42. Let's roll. Failure 85. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Why is Father Faust so fucking useless? So kind of, he looks at you. I'll get you pointing in the right direction. Like I'll, I'll mark up an actual map where you're not this trail map you got here. Um, and looks at Faustus. You look like you go hiking or something. I don't know. You're you're in shape. Kind of looks at Florence. It's going to be hard for you. And looks at Foxtrot and just kind of like shudders a little bit because you're off-putting. If you take it slow and are careful, you'll be fine. You'll get there. I'll get you some headings and stuff like that. Um, you're doing a PBS documentary. like, or You said you're kind of doing like a documentary of some kind. Have you been to the Historical Society yet? Like They have a bunch of stuff on kind of the local history of the town and shit like that. All kind of secondary. We want all the juicy stuff so we can pitch it, get funding. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah. Now, um, uh, I'll get you close and I'll get you aimed in the right direction. We can go tomorrow morning if you want. I can't go tonight, a because it's dumb to go hiking at night, and two, I got stuff I got to do tonight. But yeah. If, if you're cool going tomorrow, we can. I can get you close, and then I can come back here and come to work and stuff like that. We'll, we'll have to leave really early in the morning though, like four or five a.m. Is that okay? It's fine. All right. Cool cool is that it like uh well you seem to be the expert Lawrence is just gonna list off like all the stuff that we bought and ask is there anything you think we're missing in there who's that question too sorry checky i guess uh, what are you asking about i'm not sure what you're trying to get uh, she's just asking to make sure that we're like stocked properly for the woods from our shopping trip previously <sighs> you're gonna need like camping gear like expect to spend at least a night out in the woods probably like i'd bring Ten, maybe a sleeping bag. Three, so like three sleeping bags. Like, assume you're going like legit camping, not glamping or camping off the side of the road in your car or something. Like, maybe you'll get back in time. Maybe you won't. Like, it's just it's really dangerous terrain. You don't want to kind of slip and fall, and cause you're pushing yourself too hard. Sure, you should probably pick up a compass. Yeah, you should definitely do that if you don't have one. I can't believe we're asking to go do this without a compass. But uh, yeah, no. All right, where will we meet you? Four o'clock. Kind of like taps his head for a second. Um, gives you an address for kind of a local park entrance area. He's like, yeah, we'll meet, we'll meet here. And that's the closest kind of set of trails to get there. And we'll go from there. Uh, meet you at 4 a.m. Fantastic. So do you leave? Do you kind of see get up and he leaves? Like, how does this scene play out? Do you just kind of get up and leave the building? Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of, as, you walk, as you're leaving, he kind of watches you like, what the hell have I gotten myself into? Like, what the hell is this all about? Can I roll a human intelligence check to see whether or not he is going to go through with this um, sort of setup? For the sort of a uh, agreement, yeah. Give me a human int check. Uh, failure on that human int. God damn it! He Out seems more scared than anything. Like this is—he's used to ghost hunters. You came at him with a lot of facts and not <laughs> ghost hunter sounding questions. I'm gonna imagine we are walking to the car at this point, or are we still? Is he within earshot? Oh uh, no, you're outside the building by now. I think okay. uh, you, you're left. What happened to not involving any anybody with these? missions because what if this one ends up being a casualty it happens yeah i mean it happens yeah and you know what if he survives that's unfortunate because i'm gonna give his number to pine that's how we make friends gotcha i of all the losses we've encountered so far i just feel a little uncomfortable leading somebody into this situation Austus. Sometimes you have to think about the pros versus the cons. How many people's lives are you willing to throw away to save other people? And then I'm thinking, one, to save the entire public, the mental shattering realization that all the scary things that they think are just fun and games are real. Sometimes it's worth just throwing one person away just to keep him wraps. I could quote so much scripture right now, but knowing... My God barely exists, if not barely does anything to help the, help this side of humanity. Fuck it. I guess you're right. The power is in our hands at this point. I just feel a little unsettled about it. That's all. That's it. Thank Think you. of it this way. You didn't have to make the decision to possibly decide if this man's going to live or die. It was mine. If he dies, that's on me. Uh, well, 
I'll go ahead and chalk up a sentencing a man to a possible insanity is uh, another one of my burdens to carry. Let's call it a night. Good idea. Or is there anything else to research? I don't know. Could one of you possibly find someone selling illegal guns on the down low? Yeah, I can look around. What are you trying to buy gun-wise? We're probably looking for, like, hunting weapons, so, like, shotguns and rifles. Yeah, give me a search on that one. It wouldn't be so much illegal. There's ways of getting guns legally that have some very specific loopholes to them. But Vermont does have a waiting period for firearms. I rolled a 49 out of 47 failure. I also jump on Craigslist to start searching for some firearms. Yeah, you can. Google firearms in Vermont. Actually, is your search or your military science higher? Uh, my military science is 50. My military science is higher at 60. Both of you should roll military science for this, actually. Okay. Okay. Actually, what, you both have 50, uh, you both have 50 for military science? I have 60. Yeah, I have 50. He has 60. Okay, um, give, me, uh, give, me two, give me a search now at plus 20 for both of you. All right. Uh, critical! 55. Yeah, so... I failed with one percentile <laughs> over my thing. God. Well, that's Father okay. Father Fumble. That's okay. Father Fumble starts making his goddamn mark on this game. <laughs> that's okay, because Foxtrot knows the dark secret about Vermont. It's hippies with separatist compounds, and they love guns. So it's pretty easy to find some separatist compounds up in kind of the wilderness. It will take you a little bit of time to get to them. It will take kind of some time to get there, but you feel pretty confident based off of some Craigslist listings and all that stuff that you can procure some firearms. They want to be dealing in cash or other valuable thing they can trade with you with. You even kind of mentioned to make contact with someone. They're not willing to sell a heavy kind of arsenal to an outsider, but if you're looking for some legit shotgun weaponry or some kind of like higher caliber hunting gear, they can probably hook you up with that you know, for the movement and stuff like that. We have to pose as people, like Jefferson County people? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'll give you money. I'm not going up there, though. That's fine, I'll go. Yeah, no, I look, I I, I gesture at myself with my fade pompadour. I don't think I'll fit right in. That's fine, I can go. Florence will just hand Foxtrot just a wad of cash. Yeah, I'll take the cash and put it in my pocket. Yeah. Make sure you give me back whatever's left because that's everything for the the, the mission. That's that's our uh, what I brought. So if there's anything left, just make sure we've got access to it. I already will do. I should probably take off now if I'm going to find a spot and get back early enough. Yep, probably. Well, then since we only have uh, one car, you guys want me to drop you off at the motel or whatever? Then I uh, I'll take the vehicle. Good. Unless you guys want to come with me and hang out in the car. <laughs> Yeah, Florence, I think uh, I'll go ahead and just be back up for that situation. You can go ahead and stay at the hotel. I'll uh, be getaway driver just in case if shit goes south. Sounds good. I'm going to go out to some bars and see if I can overhear some of these fucking crazies. See if I can dissuade them somehow. So we got half the team going off to acquire some firearms and half the team going off to bar hop, for lack of a better phrase. Let's do the bar hopping place first, because that'll take a little bit less time to physically get to than our little compound you're trying to track down. What are you looking for? Are you trying to go to like a college bar? There's a college here that you could, in theory, kind of scope out. What are you looking for in a bar? Um, Mostly where the ghost hunters are hanging out. They're kind of hanging out all over the place. They're starting to get tired, so they're going home for the day. They've, they're probably hanging out in the college bars, though. That's their audience, if you will, and probably that, that's the that's where they fit in, for better or worse, the best. I'll go to one of the college bars. Yeah. Yeah, so you find something kind of a little bit off-campus there that's called the library. It's pretty full of people. There's lots of people outside just kind of milling about. You see a bunch of cameras as well. What are you trying to find out while you're at? What's the goal of coming here? I kind of want to just, like, ingratiate myself with some of these, the, the like, grouped-up ghost hunters. See if I can get them to, like spill what some of them have learned see if any of them have like any real like leads at this point all right want to make sure that they're not getting too far along the two groups you've heard of are haunted wilderness and the ghost man yeah. those have kind of come up as names you've heard either drop or in faustus's case he actively interacted with the ghost man yeah i mean if anyone seems to be like 
like these ghost hunters seem to be gathered up like sharing information that they've got and Lawrence will just try to eavesdrop. Yeah, so kind of you're, you're approaching the bar and uh, there's a person dressed in he really has a sheriff's uniform kind of standing outside the bar kind of watching people as they come and go. He's a little bit heavier weight, kind of 5'8", kind of a little bit of a portly fellow, kind of looks at you. You, you, you don't want to go in there, miss. You are far too much of an adult to go into this shithole tonight. Real rowdy then, huh? Puts a hand and said, oh, I wish. I could break it up if it was that. It's just every asshole that came to this town packed into that bar talking about how you should like and subscribe their content just over and over and it's... I miss when this town was quiet. I Sorry, I, I shouldn't be venting. I have a sense of hand. Um, uh, Archie Ferguson, uh, Deputy Sheriff. Are there still drones out? You probably hear a couple off in the distance, but their drones seem to have slowed down for the day. They're not the best at night vision. Again, like, if the influencers and streamers and researchers were kind of slowing down for the day, there's probably less drones all about. Nice to meet you. Florence. Does I have finger guns at you? Uh, people call me the Ferg around here, just FYI. All right, Ferg. You guys figured out what you're going to do about all the drones flying around yet? That's not really our department. It's local PD. Uh, the sheriff hates them. I hate them. They're just, you know, buzzing around, being buzzy and stuff like that. Uh, kind of looks at you. Uh, you're not from around here, are you, miss? Um, I feel like I'd know you if you were from around here. We don't get a lot of good-looking women like you. Uh, no, I'm not from around here. Don't tell me you're one of the ghost hunter people, the, the Bridgewater homestead finders. Uh, not really. I'm more uh, looking into the phenomenon of what's uh, the mindset between all, all these ghost hunters that brings them here and makes them go crazy. Oh, so you're like here studying the weirdos. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you can call it that. So, yeah, the drone problem. You know, you and local PD, you've seen people violating your ordinance about no drones all day long. And all the drones are out of the sky now. And all the culprits are in there. You could just go take their drones. I, I, I'm sheriff, ma'am. Like we have to, you have to be. We only arrest certain types of people, and uh, for the most part, they're harmless. Like if we jailed everyone in town that had a drone, we're out of space really quickly. Like I'm not saying you jail them. You just confiscate their equipment. Let them pick it up in the morning and think about if it's really worth breaking the ordinance for losing your cameras. We've been doing some of that, like, but also you have to get them down, and, like, they're kind of hard to catch, and between me and you, some of the real dicks, like, fly them down, they'll pull them back up in the sky. It's, I've been on drone duty for two days, so I'm just exhausted trying to track all of them down, and they're not really hurting anyone. Well, what I'm saying is, is most of them are out of the sky right now, probably packed up in there with their uh, their pilots. Easy grab, probably get you off of drone duty for a couple of days. I get what you're getting at, ma'am. Um... I can't legally do that. Uh, the sheriff would have my hide if I kind of bent the law like that. Um, I I should call local PD, though. They might be willing to do that. They're, they're just so sick of these goddamn drones. I mean, might be a good idea. Might give you a bit of uh, time to relax. Hey, and maybe if you're able to get off a of drone duty because nothing's flying around, uh, we could uh, maybe get a drink later. I'm going to be in town for a while. Kind of like blushes at this. Yeah, I'll go call Reese. That's a really good idea. Kind of like like I gets his phone out and like kind of steps around the corner of the building. You hear him talking. Yeah, Charlotte, someone's had the great idea of like all the people the drones are here. Can't we like do a raid and take all the drones right now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I should have thought of that. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, all right. Yeah, you you raise a good point. Sorry for bothering you, Charlotte. Kind of comes back around the corner. You still there at this point? Have you left? She's there. She's just kind of like looking into the bar. Archie comes back. He's kind of just upset about this. Man, local PD thinks they're so cool because they have all the evidence boxes. Oh, yeah. What happened? What they say? Kind of like leans over. Kind of gets in close. Between you and me, um, the people that go missing, like local PD goes and cleans up after them. They go and hit their hotel rooms, their motel rooms, and kind of gather their effects for missing persons. They've got the last big disappearances in boxes there. They even brought them out from storage because hey, everyone's big into the Bridgewater Triangle and they thought maybe they could close a couple open cases or something like that. Like They've got the Nakamura case, the Reese case, and the Castro cases just like at the station. I got to see them a little while ago. It was kind of cool. Like they, it all happened. Well, it's not, the, not the more recent ones, but a couple of them happened before I started with the Sheriff's Department. Interesting. I grew up in town, so I kind of heard the stories about them and stuff like that, but like, yeah, no, it's 
that his evidence boxes for them. Like someone thinks something happened out there, I guess. Gotcha. And that's at local PD. Yeah. Uh, it's in their evidence locker right now. I think uh, it looks a little bit weird, uh, but you weren't a ghost hunter. Not a ghost hunter. Oh, okay. So I got a question at a game because sure. I'm not too sure on procedure here. Our credentials, do we think that they would hold up for like looking through evidence if we were, you know, went down to the police station? Potentially, I will say that Pine said they were rushed, but they should work in kind of an unless they're run in a more major way. I gotcha. Just curious. It's good to know about uh, the events that led up to everybody dogpiling the town. I, I get that. I get that. Um. I'm off shift a couple hours. Um, we can, I can give you a bar. We can meet up there if you want, or like you can give me your phone number and I can call you. How, how do you want to do this? Uh, why don't you, why don't you give me your phone number? Oh, awesome. He kind of like gets a, pulls a little kind of business card up from his pocket. Uh, my cell phone number's on there. Um, kind of writes it on the back for you real quick. Uh, don't lose this, obviously. Um, see you in a couple hours. In a couple hours. She's going to go inside the bar. All right. He seems kind of disappointed as you do this. He's like, yeah. He starts calls. She just kind of like waves the business card at him as she puts it in her pocket. Makes him smile a little bit. He's in much better mood than he was when you first showed up. So what are you doing at the bar? She's going to get a drink and then kind of, uh, I mean, what's like the atmosphere in the bar? Are people like loud, talkative? It's not ruckus, it's loud people talking over each other and talking to each other and just kind of, you hear a lot of the same phrases over and over. You hear the word Bridgewater a lot. It's this is a place where people are talking about the Bridgewater homestead in great detail, but they don't have actually much to talk about except, like, I didn't find it today. Did you find it? No, but I think I saw, like, a shadow or something. Everything they're saying is chatter. It's almost kind of just droning in, its, in that effect, though, too. Like, it, you don't have to even roll for this guy. Just, like, hearing what they're talking about in the bar, it's very obvious that no one knows anything useful, but also this kind of, what do you have in kind of history and stuff like that? Well, I have a solid 12 in history. What do you what do you have in psychology or psychiatry, whatever it's pronounced? Uh, I don't have any science. Oh, in, fair enough. Oh, yeah. psychotherapy. I have ten psychotherapy. in psychotherapy. I am really smart, if that helps. But I don't give know me an that. intelligence on this one. Then actually, yeah, just let's roll that straight. Twenty four out of eighty five success. Yeah, this is a perfect example of mass herd hysteria kind of thing. Like this has happened hundreds, if not thousands, maybe millions of times throughout human history often on kind of a larger scale, but like this is just yet another instance of something or someone has whipped a bunch of the public up into a fervor on something that can't be proven, at least as far as they're concerned, kind of thing. Like it's it's a ghost story. It's people have latched on to a ghost story or a treasure hunt or something. These are all people that are hoping that this is going to be their big break. This will put them over the top kind of thing. But at the same time, they're all crazy enough to come here and maybe not risk it all, but kind of, there's no logicalness to this. It's like kind of a suspension of kind of the human survival instinct. I know this is a stupid instinct kind of thing. Like it's, yeah. it's on a very mass scale. And you're kind of thinking back to what Miss Pine said, where this happened really quickly. Like this type of thing would normally kind of take a couple of days, maybe a week to escalate. But the fact that it happened overnight and it's kind of at this level, it's nuts. Like that's not how these types of things historically work. It's not how diseases work. It's not how anything you've encountered like this works. Like, um, it's like someone orchestrated it. Yeah. That's concerning. Okay. Uh, is there anyone here who, who's got like a packed up drone next to them that looks particularly drunk? No, nah, they probably left that stuff back at their hotel rooms or in their cars. Like they're just kind of here. If they're shooting stuff, they're shooting it on their cameras or phones or something like that. Like, again, most of these people aren't well equipped. Like some of them are, but most of them are just kind of people that are here as part of the Bridgewater homestead hysteria, for lack of a better phrase. Like, it's, it's almost like a bizarre magnetism that drew all these people in kind of thing. Like, it's this isn't even the first time the Bridgewater homestead has become a topic, but this is the time it made it big and important. People came in to see it. Yeah, Florence will buy people drinks and basically start asking them, like, questions about their research and, and then eventually loop around to asking them, like, how did they hear about this so quickly? Yeah. Give me a persuade on this one. It's kind of a general persuade to the crowd of this to see how it applies. I'll give you a plus 10 on it. Uh, okay, 15 out of 79 success. So most of the information is completely useless. Like it's 
all stuff you've heard before. It's kind of a game of telephone, though, too, where it's people kind of repeating what you've heard before, but also some of it's slightly different, but also it sounds incorrect. It's lots of opposing and contradicting information, but it all kind of comes back to the same Bridgewater homestead story you've heard multiple times at this point. It's a homestead out in the woods. Maybe a couple of them know a worse version of kind of the legends you heard from Shekier that you've come across in some ways. Like, and like they have all the bits and pieces of the information, but none of it's good information. It's all just kind of hearsay and jumbled. And again, these people aren't investigators. They think they are. They, they've decided they're detectives kind of thing, but they're not. And they're just kind of in the same way like video game puzzles would like lead you to something. They're expecting kind of like that to happen almost. They're not good at this by any measure. Like maybe you talk to Haunted, Wil- um, Haunted Wilderness and they kind of have a bit of a better approach to it. But again, they're kind of reality TV. Like the people that are quote good at this are more in the reality TV camp where it's about kind of making it entertaining and maybe not necessarily factual or real or accurate or maybe they don't even believe like half the people there probably are like yeah if it's real cool but most of them here because it's the big thing trending right now on twitch yeah yeah any information on how they like heard about what's going on so nothing that's actionable but everyone swears they heard about it online from like they're not quite sure where online though too like it's they all heard about it online from some website or someone posted about it or something like that but again like no one can tell you where, but everyone kind of says the same. Yeah, I saw it online. It's almost like a weirdly rehearsed, I saw it online phrase. So everyone kind of says it the same way almost for every single time you ask about it. Might be a different place online, but yeah, it always starts off with, I saw it online somewhere. Can they say, like, she'll ask them, like, social media? Uh, yeah, I guess, maybe. I, I don't know. Like, I just saw it online somewhere. And you bought a ticket, first thing? I, I know it seems crazy, but uh, yeah, I... I saw it online. Like I'm, I'm I thought this might be the big thing to come to. I kind of like, you know, I felt drawn to something or something like that. Like I, I felt like this was my chance. Like this could be like a finally kind of like put my channel over the edge or got my account over the edge or something like that. Like this is people looking for likes or views or whatever, but they all kind of come back to the same idea of they're not totally sure why they did this either, but they're going to find the Bridgewater homestead. Hey, uh, can I buy you another drink? My, my phone's dead. Can I borrow yours? Make a phone call really fast. Get you a drink for it. Yeah, one of the people you're talking to kind of like, yeah, sure, whatever, kind of slides the phone over to you. Yeah, she's just going to go like step around a corner. Yeah. Act like she's making a phone call, but she's going to go open up their whatever browser they have on their phone and scroll through the history. All right, give me a comp sci or search, whatever one's higher for you. Oh, wow, my search is higher now. 75 over 48. You're you're not finding anything, but again, like maybe they found it on their phone, maybe they didn't. You're not not finding anything that kind of leads to anything that's inherently suspicious, like the phone you grab like i guess how many times do you do this you gotta try and search a couple phones for this or not uh yeah she's gonna do a couple she'll like space out like you know 30 minutes or so before she asks for another one but yeah i don't find anything actionable on this but i will give you though is in a couple of the phones their histories have all been cleared really aggressively from the monday of that week like there's nothing predating that point like in some cases they may have like even wiped their phones completely on monday it's always Monday. Okay. So it's Monday of this week. So yeah. four days ago or three days ago. Four. Four. Okay. Good. Cool. Good to know. Give me an intelligence roll for that. And out of 85 success. The couple that got lost in the woods went hiking on Wednesday. Oh, this is very orchestrated. Um, okay. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to talk to people that I've already talked to after getting them a little drunk and then like ask them the same questions and see if they line up with their answers previously. All right. Yes, they do. They aggressively do, but like weirdly do. Like it's rehearsed or can I make an unnatural check, I guess? See if it seems like this is like, I don't know, something that maybe not unnatural. I don't know if that would work. Something that's like. Give me a cult. A cult. Okay. Seven out of 25 success. Yo. Yeah. So. What this is starting to remind you of is all those times they have interviews with like former cult members where they're not like rehearsed, rehearsed, but they all say the same kind of eerily identical line describing something without any real prompting. Like, again, it's like it's like they've been rehearsed, but it's more just almost like a brainwashing or like this is what they all believe. And like, no matter how drunk you get, these people are kind of how much fun they're having. Whenever you ask them, where'd you find this? They're like, oh, someplace online. 
And so it's kind of like a nonchalant shrug and hand gesture to go with it. Like, and everyone does it. It's different from person to person, but like observing this, it is all the same. Like if you kind of take it to its like extreme abstracting concept, they're all saying exactly the same thing in the exact same way with the exact same body posture, with the exact same hand gestures. Not the exact same, but kind of the same tone and kind of vibe to it. Does that like, does that make sense? What I'm saying, like it's the, yeah. If you took it kind of like it's abstract, they're they're doing the exact same thing every time you ask them. Okay, just to strike a theory, I want to like you know while I'm talking to some of these people, you know, casually ask for their like Instagrams and stuff, and I want to I want to do some like social engineering and look back and make sure that these people aren't just you know cultists coming out of the woodwork before but no, like yeah, actually... a bunch um yeah no, no, no rules for that even like they'll give you these happily no these are some of these people are nobodies that got roped into this for whatever reason some of them are legit like the haunted wilderness people are legit like you're kind of going through names on this you've heard and kind of people's instagrams these are all real people and some of them they've had like massive following up pics that they posted a bunch of pictures from the town like they're there on the grounds so that's being a good feed for that type of thing but no these are not as best you can tell cultists or sleepers or something like that these are just people all right all right i need some time to think about this 